This week on The Pour Over, Jill and Joe continue their discussion on the new Netflix original Kingdom. Cliffhangers are the worst, aren't they? Listen in as they discuss final episodes of the new Korean zombie series. Let's pour it all over. Hello friends and welcome to The Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Joe, and Dill. Uh, each week we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, but most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This time we'll be chatting about Kingdom. It's our last episode on Kingdom. It's that new, new Korean uh, Netflix original about zombies. Uh, before we get into all that, uh, let's catch up with the Pour Over Boys. Pour Over Boys. Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it going, Dill? What's up, man? It's good. It's good. How, how you doing? I'm okay. I, I, I stumbled on that a little bit. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I'm blaming it. I'm blaming on my Asian. Uh, you know the R's and the L's <laughs> and the W's and the. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Have you seen that video on Vox? Nah, no, I haven't. There was a video that was breaking down the reasons why uh, different Asian groups uh, use like R's for L's and hmm. um, you know substitute those things. It's pretty. Interesting. It's pretty interesting. A little plug there for anyone who's listening. Okay, nice. Uh, how's how's your coffee drinking been this week, man? Um, pretty good. A little bit. Um, I would say. What's the word? Forgetful, I would think. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I, I I haven't really been drinking too much coffee lately. Um, I'm obviously still on the uh, AeroPress stuff, and um, I've been drinking the Los Santaville. Um, but for a week, I was back in Houston, so mm-hmm. I was um yeah H Town holding it down, <laughs> um visiting a couple coffee shops and um. Just made some Folgers at home Ooh. and, uh, yeah, Maxwell House because that's what my parents have. Oh, man. Do, do you have, like, go-to coffee shops in Houston? I'm not sure how into coffee you were when you lived there. Yeah, um, I I didn't when I lived there at the time. Um, I was kind of a scrub. I didn't really <laughs> – I wasn't into coffee. No offense to anyone listening. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I uh, like Boomtown. There's a place called Boomtown mm. in the Heights area. There's um, a place called, um, I think it's just called Bean, or maybe like Bean Cafe, hmm. Beans Cafe. Um, that's kind of closer to my, where my parents live, off of uh, I-10 West. And um, they do a pretty good um, cappuccino or latte drink. Okay. Um, and I got a, a iced Americano at um, Boomtown. Ooh, Americano. I, I've actually, I've been drinking Americanos too this week. Oh, okay. So we, we on that same wavelength. Yeah, we must be on the same frequency for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um yeah. this week I went to a couple of new shops. Um or not new, but places I don't usually go, I guess oh, you okay. would say. Um Yeah, I went to Ascension. I don't know if you've been there. They uh Is, it, is that the one in Frisco? Uh there is one in Frisco. Uh okay. I went to the one in Dallas. Okay. But theirs is a little different cuz it's I would say it's more of a cafe than a coffee shop. Like hmm. you, you basically you have to sit down, and a server comes to you versus you just go order at the bar or whatever. They oh. like food and all that stuff, so it's kind of not weird, but it's just different. Like I'm just trying to go get a drink or something, but then I feel like they're trying to wine and dine you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Um, and and I I feel like obligated to like 
tip. I mean, I you know, I, I try to tip anyways at a normal coffee shop. I'm like, oh, there's like this server. Right. And also I feel awkward because it feels like a restaurant and I'm just sitting there for like a few hours and all, all I did mm. was get this like one drink and I'm like trying to do work and stuff, mm. which is fine. I mean, there's a ton of people there just doing normal work, but it just feels different. Yeah. Um, And like isn't my preference, I guess. Um, How was the coffee? Uh, it's pretty good. I I don't think I've ever bought their beans before, but I, yeah, I've been to Ascension a few times. I think they try to cater to the more, like, affluent crowd. Mm. Um, they kind of only open in areas that I think have people with a little bit higher incomes and stuff like that, so... Okay. It's, it's okay. I mean, like, it's, it's a good shop. Um, I don't know if I would frequent um, going there, plus I don't think there's one that close to me anyways. But, you know, I was in the area, so I, I went there. No regrets. Yeah. Can I ask you about that that whole um, thing about, like, sitting in the coffee shop, like, doing work yeah. and stuff? There seems to be different modes of operation, like, with the coffee shops. Like, with, hmm. with, with some that have that aesthetic and that homey feel where you can sit in there and do work. But then there are others that may, like, have standing room only and, like, very limited seating. Hmm. So it, it does invite you to sit and work if you have space, but otherwise it's it's sometimes like a grab and go kind of place too. Mm-hmm. So I it, feel, it feels like there's two different kinds of, or there's many, 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 maybe many different kinds of coffee shops. Like I think stereotypically when I think about a coffee shop in Italy or in Europe in the movies I see and stuff like that, it's more of a grab and go kind of thing. Like you just mm-hmm. drink your espresso and you go. But, like, in America, we're more of a kind of wine and dine kind of society. I don't know. But then that's backward because, backwards because then I think about, like, the communal aspect of some countries mm-hmm. and how, like, sitting around drinking coffee slowly is a thing, too. I don't know. I just thought about that. Yeah, I think because coffee shops are just getting much more popular over the past years, sure. you know? And I think, at least in America, I can't really speak for other countries, but... I feel like part of that is because it's like a meeting space, right? You know, mm. I think that's why like Starbucks is so popular because um, people can go meet up there, talk, et cetera. Right. And then working has kind of like doing work there has come alongside that too. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think it just kind of depends on where it's at. I think most of the shops that I personally like are a bit more homey where you can be like, yeah, I feel like I could meet up with someone and talk to them here mm-hmm. or I could do some work here kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's interesting because I heard that the the drink americano was actually made for Americans. That I oh, think really? America popularized it. Yeah, because Be- we weak or something. We like <laughs> we can't take the espresso straight up. Well, it's it goes back to the idea of sipping it slowly and um, you know just having more liquid. It's basically an espresso with water, right? So mm-hmm. it's like kind of meant to kind of be like a drip cup of, you know, 12, 16-ounce cup where you're just drinking it, talking with friends, hanging out, chilling, as opposed to the espresso, which you just kind of chug and go. Mm, um, take that shot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm. I, I think I saw that somewhere. I might be making that up. Mm. It's all right. We say it on the podcast. It has authority. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. It's no, canon. No one here to fact check us. Yeah, it becomes in the coffee books. Yeah, yeah. Well, while I was working at Ascension, kind of related, not really, but uh, 
I, I asked a friend, I was like, do you have like a minimum amount of time that you feel like you should spend in a shop to make it like quote unquote worth it? Oh, you know, like, cause I'm there, I'm paying for a drink. Um, I'm probably doing work or something. Right. And like, if I'm just going to get a drink and go, I'm like, is that worth it? Or maybe that's just how I think. I, I don't mm. know if you think about it in those terms or if you've got like, oh, if I have this much time, then yeah, I'll, I'll sit there and work. That's a really good way to look at it. I, I never thought about your purchase being tied to being at that place. Hmm. Um, it very, very well could be true. Although sometimes I prefer just grabbing it to go. Like if I go to a restaurant, I don't hmm. really want to eat there. Like, like, um, true. I don't know, maybe a good example, like five guys. If I go to five guys, I don't really want to eat there. <laughs> and I usually eat by myself anyway, so I'll just take it to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't. Like, maybe coffee is different in my mind because I'm like, oh, if I'm gonna like take it home or something, like I would just make it at home. Mm. I don't know. I feel like but part of my like um, draw to go to a coffee shop is kind of like the whole experience. Sure, you know, being able to sit in the shop, um, whatever chairs, decor, you know, whatever setup they kind of got. Right. I kind of I want it for all of it. I mean, the coffee itself too, but even just just the whole thing. Because for me, if it's like just about coffee, I would probably just make it myself. Yeah, I think you have a point um, there. Like mm-hmm. you know, coffee being a drink and liquor and beer being a drink, those are both things that um, you know you you just kind of take your time and sit up at the bar and just you know ease into. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe there's a clear delineation between a beverage-focused establishment and a food-focused establishment. With beverages, we like to kind of, it's its not really an option to just grab and go. Mm. Oh, shoot, but then I think about, like, Smoothie Factory and stuff. Like, oh, you ain't going to drink a smoothie. Oh, okay, so that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how it's different, but <laughs> I, yeah. I think it is. Because usually those shops are pretty small. Yeah. They're, they're not, like, designed for people to sit in. Right. It's yeah. uh, It's the culture, I guess, you know. You got to do true. it for the different, culture. Different, different cultures around different types of beverages and food and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. I'm also probably just like really cheap, as I've said many times. <laughs> so I'm like thinking, like calculating value in terms of like time uh, and money spent and all that stuff. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I was talking to someone else, too. I was like, man, you know, like well, one of the things I, I don't really go out and, and like drink alcohol that much. Like in general, I don't drink that much. But also because mm. I'm like alcohol is expensive, mm. man. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I could drink it at, like, my house because I can buy it and it's so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Or I could go out and it costs, like, three, four times more. Mm. So I, I think that kind of adds. That, that's, like, just how I think about it. Maybe yeah. I just think about money all the time. But you don't you don't just buy, like, a bottle and drink it at home. That's that's a warning yeah. sign. That's like, oh, man, maybe I should go <laughs> and talk to Dill real quick. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I got a problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, mean, I get it. It's like the whole thing. Plus, you know, friends, especially around like drinks and stuff like that. It's kind of, it's just the, the whole vibe, the whole atmosphere. Right. So, makes it worth it sometimes. Mm, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you ready to get into the kingdom discussion? I think I am. All righty. So, like we said at the top of the show, uh, past couple episodes, we've been talking about kingdom. Just a quick overview synopsis, not of the last two episodes, but just kind of the show as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom is a horror drama set in Korea's medieval Joseon area. 
The show follows the story of the crown prince, Yi Chang, as he investigates the spread of this mysterious plague while also uncovering the sinister coup of the Cho clan. Mm. Gets yeah. better every, so every time here, you say man. it. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, we here. We finished. It was only six episodes. Yeah. So we're talking about five and six today is the end. I'm so excited to stop trying to fake my Korean words. Oh, Yes. Yes. Moving on to the next show will not be Korean because it's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna look good after this. It's, we're just I gonna know. keep saying some weird stuff. Yeah, I like talk about Kingdom a little bit with uh, you know my friends who are Korean, uh-huh. and then they'll just I mean they'll just be talking about it too, and they'll just say the names <laughs> or the places, and I'm like, that's definitely not how Joe and I say it. <laughs> that's how it sounds on the, the show. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah well what'd you think though kind of just briefly oh, since we we finished now yeah well just talking to you off the show it's a little forgettable these last two Ooh. um yeah as far as finales go i feel a little a little uh cheated you know like um mm. i don't want to jump jump the gun or put the cart before the horse but the ending the finale was not satisfying yeah, it was cliffhanger upon cliffhanger of just yes. what's going on, what's going to happen next, and there was no like payoff. It gave me some PTSD, PS, PTSD vibes of Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Like, because you know, we I think we were talking like one and two were like pretty good, kind of just getting you in there, and then we felt like three and four got pretty good. Like I, I was, I was pretty into it, mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to the rest. Five and six, though, I feel like it kind of went back down, mm. and they kind of dropped the ball. Yes, sir. Um, it, it felt more like a mid-season break mm. than like a season finale. Yeah, I feel you on that. I think. Yeah, which I mean, it's only six episodes, so like. It's kind of hard. That I I, mean, I don't know why they chose to only do six episodes, mm. but yeah, I think that limited what they could do because like episode five, it just felt like they're just kind of throw the info out there, right? Kind of they're like, oh yeah, all these little short scenes about all these other things that you know will come into play in the last Eventually, episode, yeah, yeah. But it's just kind of just like all kind of out there because they needed to, right? Yeah, I feel like there's also no. Um, solid character arc i mean i feel like mm. just now maybe episode five we're finally seeing some characters really come into their full color and their full um just you know representation of who they are especially crown prince yi chang mm-hmm. like after three and four we're like oh man this guy's becoming a very um charismatic a leader type character and i think we do kind of see that in five and six but it's not like fully realized and it doesn't have a like there's no payoff like in in 6 I'm jumping the gun again because I I'm forgetting what happens in 5 but in 6 <laughs> he okay. never goes to battle with uh Lord Cho mm-hmm. like you expect this huge like fight between him and Cho because Cho's like oh I'm going to go there and kill myself um but I, but the whole time Cho's just like sitting there at this like very very scenic, like, lake thing. He's, like, watching from a distance. He's like, well, we'll let the zombies get him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like just the direction, like, 5 and 6 took, it became really focused 
on like Crown Prince and um, the the new like city he's in with Lord On mm-hmm. like preparing for like a zombie attack. Right. And I was just like, oh, I didn't really expect them to go that way because then that just took a lot of time. Mm. And then yeah, like like you said, Lord Cho, Crown Prince never met. They never like confronted each other, and it's just like all these. All this like big setup just for like Crown Prince trying to like set up the fortress and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, this isn't really that core to the main story, right? Right. Um. So I was like, eh, kind of not not super compelling. Wasn't really drawn in. I was like, oh, I wish they didn't kind of take that turn, right? Which which when with all the preparations and the dramatic like um, just yeah, war prep scenes, nothing really happened from that. Like mm-hmm. we just you know we saw the horse with the hand kind of like gallop in <laughs> and then I, when i saw that i was like okay so what is this supposed to tell us i guess maybe at some point maybe the five armies got attacked by the zombies and then this is like mm-hmm. what's remaining and then later on we finally get to see the zombies come out and that's another reveal but it wasn't really a part of the whole like you know two towers let's all get together and fight against these zombies mm-hmm. kind of thing it was there's no payoff mm-hmm. for that either Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it felt like episode five, I felt like, okay, I hope they're just setting up episode six. Then episode six, like, nothing really happened either. And I'm like, uh, are they just setting it up for the next season then? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, because they spent so much time, they're preparing and all that stuff. Then at the end, the zombies finally come. Right. And then, yeah, they don't fight. Right. Um, yeah, it's like that Westworld episode <laughs> in Shogun World when, when they're like, Shogun they're all World. rushing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like samurai are all coming in, and then like they don't even show the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, that that wasn't a season finale though. They just like next episode, and it's just like, yeah, the battle happened. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah. Maeve showed her stuff. She controlled everybody. You know, got out of there right quick. Yeah, oh. but I mean, you mentioned the crown prince. I I I appreciated him basically like stepping in like again. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's kind of again. There's like. Um, people's reactions to these different like emergency situations with zombies and all that stuff like all the uh, refugees from the other Mm -hmm. villages and stuff were trying to get in and then like their magistrate i guess was like nah we can't fit them we can't we can't care for them all right 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 yeah and then like he like crown prince goes even further where he is exercising his authority. Yeah, I feel like he kind of does sword. that a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He like pulls out the sword, threatens him physically, but also uses his like title, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm the crown prince. I'm going to strip you of your title, and then I'm going to take over. Right. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he, yeah, he was really leaning into like his role and kind of identity as, mm. like, I mean, future king. Right. So, yeah, I thought that, that was good. I, I liked I, I it. I think I like that too. Yeah, I think it reveals something about him that maybe they haven't touched too much on, that maybe he was just a really passive, kind of mm. um, nonchalant kind of person. I mean, if you're the crown prince, you really you really do have all the authority, you know? You do, mm. you do get to call the shots. Um, but this whole series, it just feels like he doesn't, he's just so weak, like physically, yeah. uh, politically, and all that. So just seeing him, like you say, kind of really come into his own and, and like, um, you know, step up is, is, is kind of cool. Yeah. It's cause like all around. Cause even, um, well, yeah, we jumping all, all over anyways, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, cause it's revealed when 
when the royal guard comes to Lord An's place and they're there to to arrest the crown prince, mm-hmm. uh, Lord An does like a swerve on them. He's like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna kill you all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then Crown Prince goes and like deals the final blow. You know, like the, oh, yeah. the head he of that guard is like neck. he's like limping there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Uh, y- y'all are gonna die." And Crown Prince goes up and is like straight up just slices him. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely I think getting. Or just acting on more of like what he should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I mean, before we keep bashing this show, um, what are yeah, what are some other things that you liked um, from five and six? Like, what are some of the scene scenes that you liked, or just characters who were scene stealers in the show? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I have one like I I, I did sure. like the straw zombies the, the, the zombie scene in the straw fields or the rice fields oh, yeah uh, I think that was in five was in five yeah um, I think so it just felt really it, it was nice like cine, cine, cinematography wise and yeah. um, it reminded me a lot of a lot of like um, do you ever watch Roni Kenshin when you were a kid like the, mm-hmm. the samurai mm-hmm. animes okay well okay. It, it reminded me of that because of the fire like the fire the, all the lighting and uh just i think the choreography is is quite nice too mm. on this show um so i really did like that one and it, there was this aspect of surprise too i mean you knew it was going to happen like they're going in this in these fields yeah. and they're like oh we won't worry about zombies there ain't no zombies out here and then like they start coming out of the ground um which i thought was kind of cool so i did really like uh that scene um yeah so that was in 5 i thought that was pretty good Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think overall, like the cinematography is pretty good for the show as a whole. Like I even noticed, like at the beginning of episode six, when Lord Cho is there with the queen, um, and it's kind of this wide open shot, and they're they're overlooking mm-hmm. the pond where he like dumps all the people he kills, mm-hmm. which is pretty uh, pretty dark. Pretty, yeah, I guess medieval. But it's like a beautiful scene on the surface, and then underneath it, they don't show it, but or they have in the past though. And he's just like, um, you know, he kind of questions like what is power or like what what's the purpose of what all the things he's doing. Mm-hmm. I was like a little confused, but he's like, yeah, powers so that uh, one day no one can ask me how many like people I've thrown into this pond or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, but in terms of like the view and all, all the angles, the camera angles and all that stuff, I thought that scene was was very, I mean, aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm. Um. Yeah, and he's he he's got that like evil dude oh. face like on lock. Oh man, yes sir. Like, the eyes, everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. But he, yeah, he's a serious guy. He he's evil and crazy. And then mm. in episode six, when you find out that the daughter either mm. never was pregnant or had a miscarriage, I don't know what happened. Mm. She's crazy too. Like when she yeah. revealed it, you know with the midwife was unraveling and she started laughing or giggling yeah. or whatever. I was like, Oh my God, the apple does not fall too far, far from the yeah. tree here. She's like, my baby boy looks healthy or something. <laughs> right. Right. He? And she, the, 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 the maid or whatever is like freaking out. Right. Oh man. Yeah. That, that for me though, like that reveal for some reason, it like didn't hit as hard as I think it was supposed to. Mm. Like, I don't know. I just, 
like, well, it is kind of leading up to it anyways, because they're showing all, like, the other pregnant ladies mm. in episode five and six. Yeah. Um, where they're bringing them all in, they're feeding them, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, she's like, you know, come to me when a baby boy is born or something. Mm. And then one of the women actually has a kid, and it turns out to be a girl. So they kill the baby and the mom is what's implied. Oh, my God. See, but, I didn't um, get any of that stuff. Oh, wait, what? No, I I must not have been paying attention. I thought the baby... Yeah. Well, I knew there was a girl. I didn't know that they killed it, but that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, because, like, they, they show... Or, or, like, all the other pregnant ladies are outside, mm-hmm. and then they hear the baby crying, right, and they're right, like, right. oh, you know, like, they're all happy and stuff. And all of a sudden, like, the crying stops. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and then and then oh. it shows the... The midwife that was helping deliver the baby, she's like wiping up blood off the floor That's and right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I'm like, okay, like they brought all these like uh, poor women um, who said they don't have anywhere else to go, kind of thing. Like they're just gonna take one of these babies right. and say that it was the queen's. Um, but in terms of the reveal, though, I was like, I mean, it, it's, that's a pretty big deal. I mean. At least in the beginning, couldn't say I really expected it, but at the same time, like it didn't really change a lot, hmm. like in terms of the story, because Queen and her dad, they still evil. Yeah, they still trying to get all the power they can, especially through like a child. Right, right. It just is like oh, a little little bit of a a turn, and like oh, this baby's not actually gonna be hers. Well, it's but, it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Um... It's gonna be the the, the uh, royal guards' son, because Probably. yeah, her, his his wife is there in 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 that uh in that camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might be kind of the switch up. Is that like the the son is actually the only person that produces the son is maybe the wife of uh, the Mu Young mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, that, that's true. So it could it it could come into play more maybe in season two. Yeah. But just like thinking in the bigger story arc, I was like, well, nothing really changed. Right. It's just like the way they're getting there is different. So that's mm. why for me, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I can't believe I didn't get that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, it's like, are they, are they going to produce some zombie babies? Like what's going on here? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, was, that was always the question too is like. When did she get pregnant? You know, when when we were still assuming the queen was pregnant. Uh-huh. You know, it's like cuz the king, he's dead, he's a zombie. Oh. <laughs> like when 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 did she get pregnant? Right, like, right. I don't Yeah, but they kind of they kind of solved Forget that all question. That. Yeah, exactly. They're like, nope, never. <laughs> um and then the uh I I realized now like at the end of the season that all the, like, governors or the people in charge, they're, like, all from the Cho clan. Mm. And so, like, you know, we got, like, Lord Cho is, like, the main bad guy. Yeah. But then I guess, like, Magistrate Cho is the is the guy that loves uh, Sobi. Oh, really? The female physician. Yeah, I think because he's, like, I think in episode five, he, he, uh, he, like, runs up to her while she's digging out some herbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, run away with me <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I think he says something along the lines of like, "Oh yeah, I'm of the Cho clan. Like I can protect us or something oh, like that." I see. Uh, but then she she straight roasts him oh, though. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "You something that is like, oh, like is it so hard to be brave for once in your life or something?" Mm. And I was like, "Oh shoot, yeah, she don't hold back. No, she doesn't. She tells it like it is." 
Yeah, but he keeps trying. He's so charmed by her. He's like, yes. He says, "Oh man, she's so she's so brave." That's part of her charm. <laughs> I know, and she, she's just like super chill, like pretty calm the whole time. Yeah, through like all the scenes basically, and he's like behind her trying to catch up and like out of <laughs> breath and and like scared. Um, yeah, he's like the Jar Jar yeah. Binks of this uh, series. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I I respect him. He he's trying. He he's trying. You know, he's he's being pretty straightforward. I don't. It's like kind of weird that she's not picking up on it or really responding to it. Mm-hmm. But mm. yeah, that's too relatable to some. Ooh ooh. <laughs> well, okay. Let's get into them two then, real quick. Um, in another reveal in episode six is they find the uh, the flower, right? Mm-hmm. The resurrection plant um and i guess they can make some kind of cure or they can derive maybe a cure from that i guess that's why she's Mm -hmm. looking for it but also we find out that the zombies we got to change our zombie profile Mm -hmm. can actually come out during the day yeah yeah she uh she very astutely i guess i don't (laughs) know she just kind of like states the sentence she's like oh it wasn't the sunlight, right, right. it was the temperature. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, she thank like, you for she, connecting. She, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like doesn't freak out or anything. She's just like, oh, observation. Okay, conclusion. <laughs> um, which is fine, it's fine. But yeah, so that that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, the, in terms of season finale cliffhangers, that's pretty big. Yeah. Because uh, that changes everything. And I guess at least, well, definitely where um, the two of them are, unless, was it like the Frozen Valley or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely cold there, so they're kind of stuck. Because oh, the, the zombies aren't ever going to leave, essentially. Right. And then I don't know what that means for the Crown Prince either, because they, they have like a horde coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they can only hold them off for so long. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's an interesting switch up though cuz usually I mean with the zombie stuff it's it's not usually dependent on weather. I mean, mm. I think if it ever is, usually cold is worse for a zombie cuz I guess they get I don't know, they're they're slower moving <laughs> or you know, they like get frigid, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. Like hopefully that doesn't just like, I hope they don't do it just to do it, you know? Mm. Like, just to have a cliffhanger be like, oh, shoot, everything we knew was wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, like, if they start changing up, like, how the zombies are, um, like, too much, I feel like that might kind of ruin it. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll see. It can, like, kind of be okay. But, I, I mean, based on how these couple of episodes went in terms of, like, they're super focused on, like, defending themselves from the zombies versus because we were saying there's kind of like the dual story arc mm-hmm. like the zombies and then also this like royal power grab right right um but these episodes they're like much more focused on the zombie end of things sort of in my opinion hmm. and so like maybe season two will just kind of be like that too hmm. which honestly for me i feel like the the family dynamic and all of that is it's more interesting what is more interesting yeah, yeah. more interesting to me Hmm. I, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd be cool if they could meld those two somehow with, you know, giving birth to a zombie boy. 
<laughs> you just want that zombie I just baby, want that man. Zombie baby. We haven't really. Well, we've seen some zombie babies. There've been actually been a lot of zombie babies. Um, <laughs> so hey, it wouldn't be anything new. Rating for these episodes, the finale. Yes. I was gonna ask. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with like a two. Ooh, that's lower than I thought. Yeah, like, I, I kind of wrote it for the two different episodes. Like, I think episode five, I was like, 2.5, I guess. You know, like, <laughs> it's fine. Um, as long as episode six is good. So I think my episode six rating of, like, two is informed by, like, episode five, which I thought was, like, setting it up. But it just, like, didn't really go anywhere. Sure. So for me, I was just like, eh. They kind of they kind of lost me in mm. this. And so in terms of, like, Will I watch season two? Am I looking forward to it? Mm. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought they they were headed in the right direction in the middle of the season, but right, just kind of kind of dropped the ball for me. But hmm. yeah, what what uh what ratings do you have? Um, I think I'm just gonna lump five and six together and yeah. give the uh, collective finale a three. Okay. Um, I would agree with you on all those points that you shared. Um, yeah, I think actually it being more zombie heavy this late in the season Mm -hmm. is working to its disadvantage. Um, like, you know, I guess the reveal of it, you know, being the coolness affecting the zombies didn't really hit me as, as hard as I, Mm -hmm. as I think they really intended it to be. It was like a cliffhanger, but at the same time it was like an unnecessary one. Um, you know, cause like now they can all come out and attack. Um, Mm -hmm. I do miss the humor. I like the humor aspect mm. in one through four, and I think they should bring some more of that back in season two, especially with the Royal Guard and, yes. um, yeah, the the rapport between him and Prince uh, Yi Chang, I think was really funny. And I, mm-hmm. and I do still like the Boom Paul and uh, um, yeah. the uh, Subi kind of dynamic. So if they keep building off that, I think it, it'll, it'll be good to have that nice balance. Um, mm-hmm. because I think the last two episodes have been a little too serious. I think mm-hmm. like with the mm-hmm. reveals, it's just like, I think they're taking, they're taking themselves too seriously. <clears throat> so yeah, I would give it a solid three. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably agree. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. So you just said it, but I felt the rogue guard, he like hasn't made a joke in like two episodes. Yeah. He's stone face like. now. Yeah, he's just kind of like, no, uh, Crown Prince, save yourself. Or, you know, he's just he's just there to fight, and there. I mean, he's being a royal guard, right? But he's not being himself, mm. I guess, if that makes sense. Hey, hey yeah, Dill, seeing into the soul, you're not yeah, being yourself. Yeah. Be, be true to yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and, and then I, that that like last scene of like the closing scene, that when they were like. They're just showing clips of every character, like, staring off into oh. the distance. I don't know if you, like, kind of caught that. It was, like, this super intense yeah, music, yeah, yeah. like, no dialogue. And they're just, like, pan from, like, different character to different character. And they're all just, like, seriously looking <laughs> out. And then they, like, end on the zombies running in. I was like, yo, don't do that. <laughs> it was super, like, cheesy to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is probably how Joe felt with that season finale of Westworld. When I was like, ooh, that's epic, though. But then it wasn't. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I think this is what that was like. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <clears throat> yeah. 
We will see. Yeah, hopefully they don't take themselves too seriously next season. Mm-hmm. Keep it lighthearted, you know. Yeah, the yeah. The thing, the ideas are kind of ridiculous enough. Yeah, so hopefully season two because they did get renewed. Uh, they'll get some more episodes. I feel like these first six episodes was sort of Netflix giving it a try in some mm-hmm. sense in terms of like trying to make a true like Korean drama. Nice filming in Korea using Korean actors and actresses, um, yeah, kind of thing. So, like having only six episodes, you kind of already start with a limiting yourself in terms of how you can develop the story, right? So, I hope season two they'll get you know at least ten or more. I don't know, and so they can actually do do work in terms of telling the story and all that. And I think that would just make it a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because it's, it's good. Like, I think they're able to do it based on some of the episodes we've seen. But may just need some more time. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, we will see. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, we're going to end off our uh, pod with our typical segment, What's Making You Happy This Week. So, Dill, man, what's making you happy this week? Yeah, um, so I went, so what, one of my favorite coffee shops in um, in Dallas is called Davis Street Espresso, and that's mm. the same the same roasters that make Oak Cliff Coffee, same people, and they, they have, occasionally they have these community events where they kind of open the shop late at night, or not late, but like in the evening, okay. and they like invite people, you come, you eat, kind of chill, like they just want it to be a community gathering space, and so I went to one of those last night. Uh, it was called Pizza and Cannoli Night. Ooh. Um, so it's it's pretty fun. Like, I, I haven't been over there in a long time since I moved to North Dallas because that's kind of further further south. Sure. It's been a while since I've been out there. But since then, they've started, like, a bread business, which I didn't even know about. Oh. Um, so they kind of use those ovens to make pizzas and stuff. And they also make chocolate. And so they use those, like, their chocolate to make cannolis. Mm. Um, so it's cool. I mean, it's it good. I think it was the first time I've had a cannoli. Oh, um, interesting. Can't say I was overly impressed, but I'm also not a, a big dessert guy. Mm. So, yeah, overall, it's it cool, like, just what they're trying to do, but also just being able to go and eat the food, and it's pretty chill. So I, I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, And they have free beer. Well, not free. Included beer. Uh, with your ticket price. Yeah, yeah. So pizza, cannoli, and a beer. All made either in house or locally in that kind of area, mm. so it was nice. Was it A Y C E? No. So oh. like their their event description was like really vague. Mm. So I initially thought that I was gonna make the pizza, <laughs> like because like, oh, they had an Instagram post and it was like these hands like rolling out the dough and stuff, and it was like come <laughs> for pizza and cannoli night. And I was like, oh, sweet. We're going to make pizzas together and stuff. Cool, cool. <laughs> and then, then I thought about it more. And I was like, oh, I, I don't think that really makes sense for like a ton of people. Yeah. Because I don't think of that many ovens and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I was like, well, I assume it's all you can eat then. <laughs> At least. <laughs> and it showed up and, and, it, and it wasn't any of those oh. things. But it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I can kind of, I should have expected because mm. their stuff is like pretty expensive. Okay, uh, especially gotcha. like the chocolate and stuff. You know, it's like um, high quality and all that stuff. And so sure. it's like, I don't think this, because I think the ticket was like $15. Okay. Um, so I was like, I don't think that could cover all you can eat pizza, beer, and cannolis. 
Mm. So I was like, ah, it makes sense, makes sense. Um, yeah, so it was a good event. It was fun. Nice. Uh, yeah, what about you, man? What's making you happy? Um, what's making me happy is also food-related, hey. or you might say condiment-related. Ooh. I uh, picked up a subscription to the Hot Ones Hot Sauce oh, yes. uh, monthly subscription to be repetitive. Um, <laughs> you get three sauces, and I got the classic, which is which I think is pretty uh, like a new one that's like pretty much like a Tabasco like sauce. Mm. And then they have Los Calientes, which is their pretty popular medium spicy sauce, and then the last dab. Oh with, yes, uh, scorpion with Trinidad scorpion peppers. So I'm salivating, salivating just talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm scared, man. I'm scared. Yeah. Well, what are your plans on how you're going to use those sauces? Um, the the classic, obviously, just on everything. You know, just mm-hmm. you know, you know, light work. You know, just ain't nothing but a peanut. Just sprinkling on yeah. whatever. Um, the Los Calientes, I think, is going to be good. Um. Uh, on like uh, Mexican food, things with more of a Latino flavor, Latin mm-hmm. flavor, not Latino, Latin flavor. Um, and then the last dab, man, I, I don't know. I, I might <laughs> just, I might just do it, just do it, and yeah. and put a video up on it. Um, Ooh, good luck. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of scared. You know, I, I I work, you know, nine to fives, you know, whatever, seven <laughs> seven to fours. I don't want to eat it for dinner, and then the next day. Mm you know, be affected the whole day. You know, I got to see kids. I got to write my reports. You know, I don't want to be on toilet watch. (laughs) So that's cool though. I I actually didn't know they did a subscription for all the hot sauces and stuff. Mm. Yeah, they do. Uh, it was 35 bucks for all three. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's one of those. I feel like, it's just like a challenge thing you gotta do with friends or something, and be like, "Well, we just gotta eat the last dab." Yeah, <laughs> see who who makes it, who who survives. Right. Yeah, it'll be fun. Nice. Good luck. I hope you make it. Uh, I hope I don't have to put out, you know, a search for a, a new podcast co-host because you didn't <laughs> make it through. Well, at the very um, least, yeah. I won't be able to sit on my chair, so I'll just really make put my standing desk to work. You know, <laughs> my my butt yes. will be burnt. Yes, you you can let us know how it is. <laughs> or maybe you, you should just like eat it on the show and try to record a whole episode. Oh my god. Oh. No, no, like yeah, that would be yeah. bad. I mean they do it on the on their YouTube channel, but I don't I, I, I don't want that experience for myself. <laughs> maybe I should try it in my coffee, you know? Like Ooh. put a little dab in in my Los Santiville to Ooh, see if it makes makes me hurt. <laughs> It makes me not feel good. <laughs> oh man! You want that smoky flavor? You know, your your oh, yeah. your roast a little too light. You know, a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just makes it a little hot sauce. Oh man! Some some coffee connoisseurs, other than us, hopefully, but that are listening, they'd be like, "Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what is he guys talking about?" Yeah. All right, man. Well, we finished Kingdom. Looking forward to whatever we got next. Um, yeah this was the pour over podcast you can email us at pouroversshow at gmail.com and follow us on instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the pour over gang 
Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on SoundCloud.com slash KidMajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Peace. Mm-hmm.